Matt Rule has been fired from his first NFL job with the Carolina Panthers. How should Baylor fans feel? This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart. We're both inside the Bears. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, at least I'm not Matt Rule today. You know, I could be having a bad day, but I didn't get fired yesterday. Turns out, I think Matt Rule's going to be okay. uh, He's all right. You know, there's a silver lining to everything, Drake, right? Silver or diamond? This is like platinum lining, by the way. (laughs) This is not bad. Not bad. I, I left a job. This year, yeah, and did uh, not get that. quite the severance package. Unpa- unpack that for us. <laughs> I, I didn't get. Uh, I got about forty million dollars less than Matt Rule's mm, going to get for leaving his Give or job. take. Give or Give take. Honestly, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Matt Rule's going to sit on his couch for the <clears> next <throat> however long he'd like to and make forty million dollars. Uh, you give me forty million dollars right now and say, "Don't work the rest of your life. You have to live off of this." I am going to be fine and live a life of luxury that's dude he could he could write like a great book about this or like a great motivational speaking series Mm -hmm. this is how to like if he stopped right now which i don't think he's gonna do if he stopped his coaching career right now he could live off this the rest of his life and he could be like look i was a good football coach sure yeah but like what do you remember me for Mm -hmm. and i made 40 million bucks to do nothing what is he like? 45? On top of the thirty million I already made to go he, eleven and twenty. Is he forty-five? Average American age is like seventy-five or something. Yeah. So yeah. thirty—that's you're over a million a year to do nothing. To do nothing. I put my great grandkids through college by going eleven and twenty-seven. Great, great. Like never met me. I've been dead for years, and you're still feeding off the teat of Matt Rule. Yeah. I, uh, Cam, I was thinking over the course of the last twenty-four hours since news dropped, I. Was excited at first. I'm going to come out with the Band-Aid and say like, ha, ah. you know, the guy kind of left on a text message. Like, yo, yeah. sorry to my players. Guess you heard it. I'm here if you need me. What? Didn't mean for that, but you did. Oops. i yeah. going to chase the Super Bowl. Hashtag the process. I'm taking the process. I think to the next level is what he said, yes. which is just like, yes. no one's ever said that before. Whoa. What the great originator, Matt Rule. Uh, wonderful motivational speaker. Uh, but then again, should we as Baylor fans like even have an opinion on this? He's the old coach. I I think obviously everybody Baylor fans have opinions on our Bryles and Grant Taft yeah. and Guy Morris and may he rest in peace. And um, who's the the Auburn Kevin Steele? Kevin Steele. Do they have opinions on all these guys? So we should have an opinion on Matt Rule. And mine is that since he left Baylor, nothing positive has come out about him. I don't know if you knew this, like. There were coaches at Baylor that sucked, but no one attacked their character. It's like, oh yeah, that guy was bad, but he was nice. Matt Rule apparently won football, won some football games, but also yeah. wasn't a very good person a lot of the time. That's what that's what the sources are saying. Yeah, it, you know what it is. He's a complex figure. Mm-hmm. I wrote about this yesterday for Inside the Bears. Complex okay. figure, and it's not exactly like for like, but you know who I think of when I think of Matt Rule now? His Darth legacy. Vader. Close, Jimmy Swagger. You know Jimmy Swagger, Drake? Yes, uh, guitarist for the Rolling Stones. Close, yes. Famous televangelist. You know, big God guy, much like Matt Rule, preacher's kid, definitely BGG, has the bravado, baby. right? Well, uh, Jimmy Swagger was caught um, soliciting prostitutes, right? Oh, I think he's still, 
I think he still has a service going on somewhere. So he, he kind of made it through, right? Good. Good. But there's there's kind of this this black hole there, right? A black mark on his or just reputation. a hole, by the way. And, and it's the same way with Matt Rule, in that you know he he kind of had this bravado mm-hmm. about him. He mm-hmm. had this you know uh, ultra positivity. Let's just go to work, and I really care about these players as people. And then we found out he didn't really Mm-mm. care about these players as people the same way Jimmy Swagger didn't really care about the things that the Bible outlined for him to do. And I think, you know, you know who Jimmy Swaggart's cousin is, Drake? Mick Jagger. A guy we like to talk about, actually. Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm, that's not good. Runs in the family. So I it. think, you know, who is worse in this situation? The guy who solicits prostitutes? Or the guy who married his 13-year-old cousin and probably killed another one of his wives. Matt Rule doesn't reach out to his players after getting surgery, doesn't allow them to transfer, kind of wipes them out of the book when they get hurt. Not great. No. Not great. But his real predecessor, not Jim Grobe, a lot worse, right? So that's kind of the way I think about it. Not that either one is really better than the other, but one is definitely worse than the other. You, can't, so, you get where I'm going with that? Yeah, yeah so I think it's like so. I don't, there's not to excuse the way Matt Rule treated at least some of his players that we know about. And and we obviously, Chris Platt was the big one we heard about. Mm-hmm. He went on, uh, please bear with me. Sorry, I don't mean to plug other podcasts here, but it was a great episode. Great podcast. Uh, last year, a great podcast, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And he's, he kind of mentioned that there were there were other players too, and we kind of heard some other murmurs from other players and how they felt about Matt Rule, which was a way different picture than what we saw and continue to see, honestly. Um, and so, yeah, not really the best guy, not the worst that we've had at Baylor, but not a terrific uh, character that we thought. Again, this is all part of the book in the conference series, Drake. To, to be clear, how to, how to make it to the top of your profession without really being at the top of your profession. Great motivational speaker, by the way. Matt Rule would have been a great, it's still, he will be a great motivational speaker one day. Um, it's kind of a reverse Jim Tressel, Urban Meyer, where they got rid yeah. of Jim Tressel and they're like, ah, oh, look, all, you ever seen a brother where art thou? All yeah. my sins are washed away. Come on in, boys, the water's fine. That was getting rid of Jim Tressel. And then you transition into Urban Meyer. For Baylor, it's from Art Bryles to, all my sins are washed away, Matt Rule. Granted, Matt Rule, nowhere near the same stratosphere as Art Bryles or Jerry Lee Lewis. Let's be very clear. This is an odd comparison. Right. Yeah. Probably. You get what I mean. I see what you're doing. The d- different <laughs> tiers, but yeah. it's the same algorithm, I guess. Yeah. Um, Matt Rule is a much better person than either of those people. But I remember when Dave Aranda got here, by, mind you, Dave Aranda went two and seven in his first season and Baylor fans were pretty much of the consensus. This guy might suck. That was like an actual thing of like, mm-hmm. uh oh, this could be bad. Two and seven with an offense. They're like Charlie Brewer, Charlie Brewer, Tyquan Thornton. They're going to be good. They were awful, awful. And so people were raising questions. One thing that I kept hearing from student managers, by the way, I'm a student, by the way. So I know some of these guys. I kept hearing Matt Rule was kind of a mean person. I never had a conversation with him. He didn't care about me and would tell me to kick rocks. Dave Aranda knows my name. Yeah. I almost think Dave Aranda got in over his head year one by being overly just nice to everyone in the entire organization before realizing you can't know everyone's name 
uh, and being effective, being effective, which maybe you can, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like at some yeah. point, you got to hone in. Matt Matt Rule was very honed in. I I also was. I mean, every 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 other week, the players would be like, "Yeah, man, that guy's real nice in front of the cameras, but God." Never been more intimidated by another man in my life. Granted, football football coaches use a little F-bomb all the time, but it's just strange the rhetoric that we got in front of the cameras and how it differentiated from what went on in that locker room. Yeah, just total, total facade. And I did meet Matt Rule once, bumped into him on the street, and he seemed okay. In New Orleans? Is this a New Orleans? That was in New Orleans before the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, the Panthers were actually playing there the next day. And they were just so happy to be in the Sugar Bowl. And he was a nice enough guy. I mean, meeting a celebrity in public, you, you never expect them to be super nice, right? But like Dave Aranda is what we thought Matt Rule was mm-hmm. in terms of like actually caring about the person mm. over the player. And like we we see that embodied. I would be stunned beyond measure if we heard these kinds of stories about Dave Aranda. Oh, yeah. Just stunned. Well, you just, just won't. Stunned. You just and, won't. And he's not... He says person over player, but he's not like bragging almost about how much he's a player's guy and the culture. Like he's not really bragging about it the way Matt Rule is kind of bragging about it, if we're mm-hmm. being honest. And uh, yeah, you just don't hear those about about Aranda. Yeah, so. everything that Aranda has given has just only been genuine. There were a couple times with Rule where it's like, oh, did anybody else hear that? That sounded a little, huh. Yeah. And even from the beginning, huh. we we're like, hmm, like, this is almost too good to be true. But then, yeah. you know, from one and 11, they go to seven and six and 10 and four or whatever. And you're like, well, oh, know, yeah, proof no. is in the pudding. Like, Great. you know the what guy, I mean? The guy won a lot uh, of football. And, and games. So, and so, like, I remember thinking his first, his first press conference, he's full, like, preacher mode yeah. and talking about Big 12 national championships. I'm like, slow your roll, my man. No one even wants to come here. Okay, this is a load of BS what this guy's pushing. And he kind of proved me wrong, but also kind of proved us all a little bit right. And that weird dichotomy there. Speaking of being right, uh, all of you at home will be right by going to Upside. Download the Upside app. Upside, unbelievable. You cringe the pump. I pop and check your favorite restaurant. I went to Chewy's last night. They've, up, they've upped their prices. It's already not that cheap. I like Chewy. Big Chewy's guy. No free advertisements, but go there if you like good food. Uh, and it's kind of expensive. Upside, though, incredible app for anyone that buys gas, groceries, or eats out. Every purchase, I earn cash back, including last night at Chewy's. Um, so the app, it sounds too good to be true, but to get started, you download it. It's free. Upside promo code LOCKED is going to help you out as well. You get $5 more cash back in your first purchase of 10 or more, which I got to do at Chewy's a couple weeks ago. I go like once or twice a week. Claim an offer for whatever you're buying at Upside. Check in at the business. Pay as usual your credit card. And then put it into your Upside app, get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards, it, it's so much easier. You can earn like three times more too. Uh, I can attest. I tried the credit card. I tried a Belk credit card one time. What a scam. What I a scam. I didn't know you're allowed to do that if you weren't an A&M person. Uh, Belk? The Belk Bowl. Ah, Arkansas. Went to the Belk Bowl a couple yeah. years ago. One of their tight ends stole a ton of Belk merchandise. <laughs> at, great like, stuff, at the Belk Bowl. That paid off. Upside users are Jerry Sprinkles, his name. Uh, earn more than a million dollars a week total. That, uh, not per person, but you get what I'm saying. 4.8 star rating on the app store. Download for free the Upside app. Use promo code LOCKED for $5 or more. Your first $10 purchase, $5 or more. Promo code LOCKED. Does Damn. anyone have a Belk backpack <laughs> for Jerry Sprinkle? I'm going to, yeah. I will tell that story one day on this on this podcast. One of my favorites. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite athlete 
uh, also, there are some. I'm in some classes right now with football players, and when they graduate, by God, I'm gonna have some stories. I'm gonna have some good oh, stories. I uh, oh brother, can't wait for those days. The the thing that what what was weird to me when I sat in my first couple of Matt Rule press conferences, I also want to say I got to to interact with Rule quite a bit his last year, my first year. They intersected, and I was super gung ho. Went to every press conference, um, and got to interact with him a lot. Always made it a point to ask him questions and talk to him outside of press conferences when I could as well. Uh, felt like we we were you know handshake emoji, and it reminded me day one. Also, we didn't know if they're going to win that year. By the way. That third season was like, okay, they might go seven and six again, whatever. Yeah, no expectation. It felt very Chad Morris. He's not Chad Morris, but it was almost like, this guy's got a lot of one-liners. He's talking real <laughs> fast. Everybody's all perked up. It's like, what's he going to say next? What's going to say next? Whereas in an Aranda press conference, machine. three of the beat writers are asleep over there on the right. Half the TV guys don't know what to ask the next question. And you've got to have like a, a mind wired for like slow moving podcasts and NPR to follow with Dave Aranda. Matt Rule was fireworks city. And it kind of, it may have been off putting to people. He won games, but that, that there wasn't really a point that I was going with that. This is kind of how I felt at first. Here's where I am. They're going. different for sure. Yeah. Here's where I am going. Have you seen any Baylor players in the last 24 hours tweet out like, yo coach, praying for you. Yo coach. Best of luck in your next endeavor. Nothing. That well is dry. And that tells me a little bit of something. A lot of bit of something, I think. A lot of it. Granted, I've gotten in trouble in the last two weeks for talking about how silence speaks volumes, because apparently it doesn't anymore, <laughs> especially for former Baylor coaches of major programs. But... I, I think we're continuing to learn things that we might have should have already known. Yeah. And I, I don't know what would change from him being the Panthers head coach to now no longer being it is if in the terms of if we'll hear more from former players. Yeah. But I do think the silence speaks volumes. Yeah. No one like I was looking for that or for like, you know, here's one great story about Matt Rule that that really made my time at Baylor worth it. Blah blah blah, and th there's clearly some kind of attraction there. I mean, you look at last year's team, the 2021 team; those weren't just guys. The leaders of that team weren't just Rule guys. They were guys Rule like plucked out of obscurity. Uh -huh. You got to remember, this is all like spring of 17 that he's pulling these guys in. Your Petries, who had stayed with his commitment, uh, Terrell Bernard. Charlie Brewer from the years before, uh, Tristan Ebner. Who's still Abram playing Smith. college football, by the way, Charlie yeah. Brewer, who was at yeah. Baylor before Matt Rule. Should also so there is something there, but clearly not like, and he did have a reputation for putting guys into the pros, even from Temple, which is really impressive. Uh, but yeah, nothing really in the way of uh, a sea of former players kind of lining up to, to, uh, to pat Matt Rule's back. I guess. No, it also doesn't feel like any of the Baylor admin or anybody, no one's saying a lot right now, which again is weird to me. Makes me feel almost like people forget that he was Baylor's coach. Like Dave Aranda came in and in two years won a Big 12 championship. Everybody was like, Matt Rule? He never won a top 25 game. Why are we going to talk about Not Matt one. Rule? Not one. Which is like wild to me that you just don't, we don't really factor in Matt Rule that much because everybody's so infatuated with Dave Aranda, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. And you know what's kind of crazy about it? 
is Matt Rule still in hindsight when we look back to that coaching search of 2016 of the names that were really rumored still should have been the guy they picked. Yeah. There, there was talks about Sonny Dykes, which now would look like maybe they could have gone there. <laughs> what but the other three national names, championships, big names, PJ Fleck mm. still hasn't really gotten it going at Minnesota. That one, your guy, good. Chad Morris. Oh boy. What could have been, that would have been a disaster. What could have been, Oh, what a disaster. And the other one was uh, Tom Herman, which was kind of poo pooed early, like is kind of thrown away early on, but he was, the hot shot coaching prospect and then Texas fired strong and they kind of, we kind of knew he was going to go there, but that was a dumpster fire too. So it's kind of crazy to look back and think, wow, I actually did. They did make the best choice. And I did defend it in my column yesterday, like on the field, what he did at Baylor oh, yeah, is, great. is huge and we should respect him for it. Uh, but it's kind of funny that like, you know, the, even with the benefit of hindsight, Rules I want I want to make it very clear. I don't hate Matt Rule. This is not a let's hate Matt Rule podcast. The That's for the players, okay? There are going to be people We're who leaving come that out, to the players. People are going to come out and be like those say this about every coach that leaves a program. There are like tangible pieces of evidence here. A lot like you've all seen the screenshotted like group me message. <laughs> hey, Bobby Petrino style. Guess you guys have heard I'm going to the NFL. <laughs> I, I'm and not even like a let's meet. We're it's more sorry. Of a, it wasn't. Sorry. It wasn't. A, hey, meeting seven a.m. Let's all get together talk about it. It was. I'm here for you. What? What? You You're actually to, not. Yeah, you come to me if you need. Anything. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? This reminds me. It's Matt Rule is Fuego. Everybody, anybody ever been to Fuego, girl? I'm looking outside my window right now. I live right no by free Fuego. advertisements again. But right yeah. by Fuego. Well, this is bad for right case though. The two years ago, when Snowmageddon hit Waco, Texas, and all of the state, <clears throat> and there was one inch of snow and it shut the power grid down, Fuego changed their sign on their restaurant to say, In queso emergency, we are here. Very clever. Very clever. They changed that on the weekend with the storm impending. It hits, they close their doors for an entire week. In queso emergency, we are here, and it was closed. Mind you, whoever changed the letter was obviously fired because it hasn't changed since. <laughs> Two years later, it still says in case of emergency, we are here, and they were not. That is the same thing as Matt Rule saying, hey, if you need me, I'm right here, guy. I am the good guy. I'm just going to take the process. I had to. I yeah, did. You guys will understand. And lo and behold, he got fired from the Panthers. Oh, just sucks, huh? We knew this. We knew this episode was coming. Yeah. I actually oh, thought yeah. it was going to be earlier than this. Right. Yeah, it should have. It could have been last year. And they're like, "This is it. He's going to change it in the off season." Why you thought that? What about the trajectory was going there? We got a number um, one pick. Who now has his third coach fired? By the way, that's not being talked about. You know what? I will not. Baker draft. Mayfield, third NFL head coach fired. Won't draft Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. Never have because of Matt Rule. So, can't say the guy's never done anything good for me. Can't say he's never done anything bad for me. That one being the thing. All of Christian McCaffrey's fantasy owners, you have Matt Rule to thank. No longer. Um, all right, Cam. The last thing I want to talk about is, let's be nice to Matt Rule for a second, I guess we have to. Uh, let's also be nice to Nissan. I have a Nissan, by the way. 
Uh, Partners at Nissan have worked with us here at Locked On to create a new segment across the college network entitled Thrilling Moments. We highlight the most exciting play from last week's game. Well, Baylor was on a bye week. So our most thrilling moment was Cam the soccer team with like three minutes to go is down to Kansas two to one. Baylor doesn't lose to Kansas in very many things very often. In like the last two minutes, they scored two goals and beat Kansas. And when I tell you, it was a Nissan thrilling moment. It was. I was thrilled, man. I was was thrilled. thrilled. Now, did you see that call against Kansas State? I saw that it was making waves all across the country on social media. Almost trending. They had to put, this is true, fact. The head official in witness protection program. Yep. You're yanking me. No. My chain. So if you're on a plane and somebody from Central Texas is moving to Alaska, and they look oddly like the head official, who it is. <gasps> yep. What the Big 12 should be ashamed. Nissan uh, moment of the game, big time moment, is inspired by the thrilling new design feature across Nissan's lineup of vehicles. Pursue your thrills. Frontier Armada Pathfinder. NissanUSA.com. Uh, does Matt Rule go to Nebraska? Yeah. Ooh, firm yes. Actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I did talk about this on our Nebraska episode, um, but he is, well, right now he's the best candidate. It's also October. Yeah. Uh, what but, about Dave Aranda? Hey. I'm talking a real candidate here. Yeah, that's right. Dave Aranda's going to Carolina. True. Gonna be the Panthers guy, yeah. Legendary. So, look, as much as we dump on Matt Rule, he turned around two programs out of nothing, basically, yeah. uh, and brought them to national prominence again. Temple hosted brought them college both game to day. BCS Bowls. Yeah, Temple hosted college game day. Yeah, brought them both their conference championships, like out of nothing. And Big what blame. struck me, not only can he do that at Nebraska with the resources that Nebraska has. Uh, but also something that's tough to find even in today's ultra connected world. He was a national recruiter. He kind of was at temple. He recruited the Northeast mostly, but we'll go out of that. And he brought guys from the Northeast and from California to Baylor, which was not something that was done. It's not like his whole team was outside of Texas, but he brought in a lot of key players uh, from outside kind of the natural powerhouse of where Baylor was getting guys. You need that at Nebraska. They're not all coming from the greater Lincoln area. They never have, and they probably never will for Nebraska's sake. Uh, So that's another big thing. And he is going to talk the talk. And at least for a while, he's going to walk the walk on the football Mm. field. He has a big 10 style of football, win it in the trenches, you know, loves to power running game in middle the defense, eight short in the game. Yeah. Phil and, snow. And you know, Aranda does that a little bit too, for sure. That was not something that was done in the big 12 when mm-hmm. he got here, when rule got here for sure. Uh, he was doing Oklahoma drills before in pregame warmups. No one had ever seen that. And then they were lost by 30 points, but still uh, mm-hmm. that is something they're going to eat up at Nebraska. And again, the division they're in is not nearly as good as the other division in the Big Ten. So I think he's going to get results pretty much right away, as he usually does at these schools. 
barring, you know, one and 11 complete disaster, but the next year is a bowl team. So I think that is almost, almost a no brainer at Nebraska. And I say almost because again, it's October. We don't know who realistically is going to be available by December. Oh yeah, for sure. It could be Jimbo Fisher. Uh, and could be. like stupid as that sounds, job. stupid as that sounds, it's very feasible. Like that His last play, warm. Matt Lively tweeted. I love Matt Lively, by the way. Matt Lively tweeted um, <clears throat> on Saturday. I have always been told Jimbo Fisher is one of the great offensive minds of our time. I've been told that. <laughs> and that was, that was just such a beautiful tweet because that last play was awful. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a thrilling moment, by the way. Thrilling moment, Nissan. For sure. I, um, yeah, could see definitely Dave Arena is not going to Nebraska now, which has died down, by the way. We started a lot of hype around that train. <laughs> and folks picked up on it for that a while. That is the easily, most easy contained wildfire we've ever seen. Right. For a second, there was like a 48-hour <laughs> period there where I was like, ah, blackout curtains. We got to tuck those away and stay in my room, hunker down. I'm getting phone calls from the president, and he's confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not, that was not supposed to be political either. But it is. Uh, well, um, he was a little sleepy. Oh, we've got a bad streak going as far as yeah, I'm apolitical, by the way. I'm sports. I am, you know, sporty you know what they say, shut up and podcast. But they keep yep. telling me, they keep telling me, shut up and podcast. Um, they tell me to just shut up. Is it me that tells you that? Most people. <laughs> oh, the comments or the Nebraska you, fans. Mom, YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. My last last uh, thing I'm going to ask you is Nebraska is Nebraska a worse job than Kansas right now. Right now, yeah, October the 11th, mm-hmm. 12th, 11th. It's my girlfriend's birthday. Happy birthday, Drake's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you have to deal with Drake. Um, Me too. I mean, October 11th, I I guess, if you take it into context, but overall, no. I know the Nebraska fans ran with that. The Nebraska fans rolled with that. Um, You know what? This video just got (laughs) 10,000 less views because had you said yes, (laughs) we were rolling. um, Because I had said maybe Leipold would just want to stay at Kansas and kind of wait for a bigger job to come through. I mean, Kansas is... Five and one, four and one, whatever they are right now. So yeah, it's pretty good. Right now, it's better. I said the biggest loser of the Red Great River show. Shootout Great show. was the Nebraska Cornhuskers mm-hmm. because they got absolutely stomped by OU. I get it, Dylan Gabriel, but still, and OU was awful this weekend. Fifty-nine so, passing yards overall. Overall which I think 59 is the same number of total yards the University of Texas had in the 2014 Texas Bowl against Arkansas, your Arkansas Razorback. Um, overall, Nebraska is a better job. But that gap is, is thinning. Mm-hmm. It's thinning. Kansas if, is good. I mean, if Leipold, if, if, the, if what happens this year talk that talk for both these teams goes on for another two or three, then yes, for the time being, Kansas will be a better job. But that's a humongous if. Humongous yeah. F. So overall, Nebraska's better job. I'm Drake. And Tomorrow. Matt Rule saved the program. Thanks, Cameron Stewart. This, read the story yes. about it inside. The Bears. It always will be. Go read all the stories at Inside the Bears. I've been writing some more of them. They try to give it to the Seattle. Yes, really Fuck them. on Baylor. <laughs>